Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, friends. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. So um, we are going to talk about the difference between being a coach, a mentor, and a counselor. So I'm going to let you start, Phyllis. (laughs) So we were talking about this um, last year sometime. We were just talking about the differences between, mostly because I was going to school for Mm -hmm. it and becoming certified as a coach. And um, Rhonda has a degree in grief counseling. So she, and she's also started her own business of uh, being a a business coach, which is great. And so... Between the two of us, we're just a wealth of knowledge. Yes, we're just, we're so smart people. <laughs> I have my glasses on and everything. I forgot my glasses. <laughs> um, so yeah, so a lot of times people will ask, well, what's the difference between a coach, a mentor, a counselor? And there is differences. Mm-hmm. It's one of the very first things that I learned when I was going through my coaching course. And it's important to know the differences of that. So I have been a mentor to mother-daughter relationships and dysfunction and then um, and then went on to become certified as a writing and speaking coach. And then this year, I'm going to be getting another certification in personality coaching. So it's an ongoing thing. You can get a, a lot of different certifications and things, but I'm going to just uh, talk first about the differences between. So a mentor is someone who comes alongside somebody who's gone through the same thing you've gone through that really understands like this is what mm-hmm. we do with the loss of children. You right. and I have both had um, children that we uh, have lost at childbirth. And um, and so we really have that empathy and we know that situation when we come in contact with right. someone who has lost a baby. Um, you and I can come alongside them and mentor them because we know what that pain feels mm-hmm. like. Even if it's a different situation, we don't say, oh, I know exactly how you right. feel, but we have gone through that situation. So mentoring is super important. And I in think that sometimes way. when you have somebody who's been through something similar, you feel this like, connection like oh you get like you do get because you you don't get get it it if you've not gone through that situation so Mm -hmm. it's like whatever that situation is if in our instance if it you know if a friend came to another friend and she had just lost a baby and that person had never gone through that pain Mm -hmm. they don't fully understand what that feels like and that kind of goes alongside with people who have miscarriages it's like Mm -hmm. the woman who's never had a miscarriage is like oh well you'll have more babies it's fine whatever So mentoring is about that. You know what that pain feels like. You know you can come alongside that person and just hold their hand through that because you know that pain. Um, A coach is someone who is going to ask you specific questions to get you to a newer place. So you are stuck in this one situation. So I will just use an example like the mother-daughter dysfunction. So they have these questions. They're like, oh my gosh, I have clients that always say like, I have this, you know, mom that didn't care and or she was mean. In my instance, Mm -hmm. my mom was violent. And so it's like, can I then become a mother learning horrible habits from before and then 
um, now how do I become a mom Mm -hmm. and do that differently? So I would ask certain questions of them. We actually don't, we, we lightly touch upon their past, but because that's the difference between a counselor Mm -hmm. is you're going to go into their past, which I'll talk about in a minute, but a coach is really going to hear about your past a little bit and then ask the right questions to lead you to and out of that situation Mm -hmm. so that you can create a healthier life or boundary or whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And really coaching is about, um, it's different than counseling because I'm I'm not going to guide you through uh, step by step. I'm going to make you do the work Mm -hmm. to ask the right questions, to be able to discover for yourself how you can change that situation so that you're not doing the same thing over and over and over. A counselor is actually going to dig into your past and really um, go step by step. Yeah, and a counselor will usually go back to find out where like that initially happened. And and also like it's very different. Like I, I like to think of like my counselor, like when I go, he listens to me a lot. Like he listens. There's not a whole lot of like and every counselor's a little different. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I do counseling, I do give tools like mm-hmm. to help, but um but sometimes counselors are very much listeners where right. they're just kind of letting you process through mm-hmm. everything. Um, then you have therapists who the therapists really are going to mm-hmm. tell you, like, here's some like tools you need to mm-hmm. make sure that you get this done. I mean, there's just such a broad and I think it kind of depends. Like we were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. today that um, if you've had a bad experience with counseling right? and I'll just, you know. Uh, I have somebody that I know very well that, you know, their parents went through a lot of counseling. It didn't work out. They ended up getting divorced. And so that's kind of a bad taste in their mouth. Right. And they're like, I don't like counselors. Right. So when they you were, form an opinion, right. Mm-hmm. So when they were looking to, you know, do some growth, I was like, well, you know, you might want to look at like a leadership coach mm-hmm. or a business coach mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel as intimidating. Right. And it's a really good place to start because yeah. I, you know, for me initially, like, you know, my degree, so I actually have a degree in addiction studies. So that's actually my counseling degree and then certified as a grief coach. Um, but you know, when I was going through my, I had a hard time going to a counselor cause mm-hmm. I was a counselor. Mm-hmm. So it delayed a lot of my, I felt like heal thyself. Yeah. No, you know, and <laughs> yeah. it's funny, like the more I talk yeah. to different, like like my daughter's therapist, like she goes to a therapist. And right. Like, it's well, that's like, what they teach us in coaching is we always have other coaches that mm-hmm. we talk to. We never just go out and coach forever and never, we have to always connect to an, a coach that's been doing it longer. Right. Right. Because you still need to learn and you still need to process. Well, and, and you're still growing. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's like, a, I think it's kind of an older misconception mm-hmm. is that, you know, if you're a counselor, you don't need a counselor. Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing yeah, if you're usually, not doing Usually the counselor. Don't go to a counselor who's not being counselor. Yeah. Usually you need a, a counselor needs a counselor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's really important that, you know, you kind of start with a step. I, right. I think a lot of times people just immediately want to be like, well, I don't need counseling. I don't need to go through anything. And it's yeah. like, okay, well maybe counseling isn't right yeah. where you, you are might, right this you second. Might maybe want you a coach. need yeah, maybe yeah. you just need a coach. Or to maybe start. you just need a mentor of somebody. Mm-hmm. And this is the first step is like just even being able to express the emotion mm-hmm. behind what you're feeling. So maybe you just need a mentor, someone to come alongside you that's gone through the same experience. Then from there well, maybe I need a coach to show me how to, what's, what are the next steps for that? Or if it's something really traumatic, 
you are going to need a counselor because mm-hmm. a coach can't help you. Yeah. And so those are the differences of it. And um, so I want to know, like, what made you interested in becoming a grief counselor? Well, so I'm actually a certified grief coach. coach. So that's yeah. a little different. Um, addiction studies, as far as the like my degree, right? that was, you know, my dad ran Teen Challenge for 25 right. years. That's I what kinda, I was going to ask you. Did that have an yeah, impact? Yeah, it totally yeah. did. I mean, I remember from a very young age watching these people, mm-hmm. their lives transform. Mm-hmm. And it just made me like, I'm, I'm a two on the Enneagram. So I'm definitely the helper. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I loved it. And I, I always joke because like when I first came out of school, my dad put me I think he was trying to discourage me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He put you somewhere far away. He put me in the crisis pregnancy center for women who were pregnant and addicted. So I was like, not only do I have Hmm, their whole... What was he trying to tell you? Not only do they have all the addiction issues. don't get pregnant or get addicted. (laughs) Well, I was never going to be addicted because (laughs) a lot of people that are addicted don't have teeth. And I liked my teeth. Um, But that's neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) You just went off course. I know, I totally did. Um, But no, I, you know, I just had so much compassion for him. But when I was in that in particular, that's kind of when a shift took place too, Mm. because I realized I did have a lot of compassion. I was very young. I didn't know where to put it all. And Mm -hmm. I would come home and I'd carry it all. And Mm. it was just burnout like immediately. And so, um, and plus, you know, you work for a nonprofit, you don't make a ton of money. So, um, I ended up, um, kind of switching careers at that point. And then it's, but I've, I've used it like my whole life. I've used my addiction studies degree, like all the time. I'm constantly using everything I learned in that place. So it definitely was not something that I've, you know, like, I got the degree in it. I didn't, I'm not necessarily doing that, right? but, but I you can, are. I am yeah. kind of, you know, I am. And then it kind of just flowed into like doing business coaching now. So such a good transition. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So my, um, thing started with mentoring because obviously I was sharing with small groups about my mother's dysfunction mm-hmm. and, um, people were seeing that I had these two little girls and this marriage that, um, you know, seemed to be going well right. and, um, and wanted to know, you know, mostly younger girls in their twenties wanted to know, well, how do you, how do you do that? How do you transfer, you know, from the, the hate and the discouragement mm-hmm. of growing up with a mom who wasn't there for you and then become a mom that's loving. And so, um, I started kind of walking alongside them and then, um, of course we know book came out of that right. and then it was like, well, what more, like, what could I do? And coaching was just an easy transfer of that because, um, you know, first of all, after writing that book, I kind of fell in love with memoirs because I loved, um, hearing people's hard stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was funny because I started being surrounded by like these really, really, hard stories where women were going, yeah, I'm thinking about writing a book. And I'm like, you should, you should totally write a book. So then um, it just so happened that um, the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, of which I'm a member, said, oh, we're going to start doing uh, certifications for writing and speaking coaches. And I just got so excited about that, had no idea how hard it was going to (laughs) be. and started crying halfway through, like, it was really hard. And so it was one of the best challenges I've ever had last year um, for being 
confident in myself because that was still something I struggled with was, well, I'm not qualified. I'm not qualified. You know, Mm -hmm. who'd want to listen to me? Like who wants to read my book? Like it, you know, just even I would walk through the path because I knew it was what I was supposed to do. But, um, you know, that certification was everything. And I have found so much joy and passion from helping people write their hard story and yeah. show them it is more than just writing the book. It's about platform and branding and all mm-hmm. of that and having your kind of what uh, Hillary was yeah. teaching us today. It's the same kind of thing. It's so it's just this all encompassing um, platform that you have to have in order to have this writing career. And so Um, I had been doing interviews with people at our church for a long time. I loved hearing other people's stories and helping share that Mm -hmm. with the church too. So I found that that was like an easy transfer of like becoming a coach for that. But also I learned how to really coach women in the mother daughter dysfunction a lot better because of learning how to coach and asking the right questions. And it, there's something really amazing when you see somebody get it and then they come back and go, it worked and I'm in this different place. And even like in a relationship with their mom, they're like, Oh my gosh, like I put my foot down and I put a boundary there. And all of a sudden it changed the dynamics Mm -hmm. of your family because you get pegged into your family in certain slots and you think you have to stay there. And you always hear about father daughter dysfunction, but mother daughter dysfunction wasn't something that was really talked about. So I think, you know, when you wrote the book, it just, people were like, yes, like I've had this mother-daughter dysfunction and I need somebody yeah. to help coach me through it. It was written really through important. therapists, which yeah. is, there was a lot of books out there with therapists that had their um, clients and they would do like a little snippet of what mm-hmm. that was. And then they would go into their therapy talk and I'm like, but what happened to the person? I want to know what happened right, to the person. Right. So I think that's the difference. And, um, and then I don't know, why do you think like people would, uh, what were what are some of the things that people would need from a business coach? Oh my gosh! Okay, so like, to business coaching came something as a well. I've always loved to help people like plan goals. Like we all know, Rhonda's a goal planner. Okay, we all know. Uh, we all know. <laughs> um, but I and a good one. I just want to say. <laughs> but I just I love watching people's face light up when they start to attain like the things that we put on paper for them, or even mm. get that epiphany of oh my gosh, I just accomplished this. Like, it was so great. I was telling Phyllis earlier that I um, have a client who is an author and I adore her. And we, she'd never written goals before. And so we sat down and we we wrote goals and, and she has like literally, we're what, like maybe a couple weeks into January right now while we're recording mm-hmm. this. And she has almost accomplished every goal that That's she did amazing. for the first quarter. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it is just because she has made the commitment to, I see these things and I'm going to do it. And so for me, like, and also you help them focus yeah, I, on, yes, because sometimes totally. it's like you said, there can was, be, <laughs> there can be pages and pages yes. of things that people want, right. but it's like a oh, wait, 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 we yeah. got to get it down to Let's one the page or <laughs> five top things. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I do three top things when I'm, yeah. when I'm coaching just cause it's manageable. And a lot yeah. of times, like if you haven't ever set a goal plan or had a business coach, it can seem really overwhelming. And, you know, we were, I was talking cause I'm going to get ready to do a, um, a goal podcast with my work, mm. um, in the next couple of weeks. And we were kind of chatting about like, it's intimidating. Like, I think people get so scared of 
writing it out with the fact that they might not get to where they're going. And that's not what business coaching is about. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've heard of the smart method. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or it's small, yeah. manageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like small, measurable, measurable, yeah. attainable. Yeah. yeah. So, of course you have. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I even smart ask goals. that question? Those are smart, smart goals. goals. And it's course, a coaching thing. It's a coaching thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's funny because that, that smart goals, it, no matter whether you're doing business coaching or if you're working with like a leadership coach, mm-hmm. or even if you're working with a personal development coach, mm-hmm. it goes all the way, that line goes yeah. all the way through. So you know, the- I think because when people need a coach there, it's like what we said, like their mind is five, 10 pages down. Mm-hmm. Like they have all these things. Right. And to keep it small and measurable and just like the top three, like right. let's work with the top three, then we'll work with the next three. Then right. we'll work with the next right. three. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, we, we split it up in quarters. I kind of came up with, um, a plan that worked for me first. Mm-hmm. And then I was using it with my family. And then I just felt the need to share it with some people from work. And so, you know, we got this little group of gals together. There were like five of us and, and it was just, you know, we were just planning goals. Like it, it, that's just kind of how it happened. And then I just decided, you know, I think I'm going to finally just offer this right. to people who are looking to, whether they're an entrepreneur or they're just trying to level up a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, with whatever it may be like, I can just help you like set goals, attain them. And even for, and we've talked about this before, but I feel like it's so important. Like as a mom and a wife, like you can get so lost in those two roles Mm. that you forget that you are a person skills and that you're, Yeah. yeah. And I mean, my leadership coach the other day told me something so like mind blowing, which Um, I'm going to try and explain it as good as he does. (laughs) So in Jewish culture, there's this cup that is, uh, that they do. And I don't know, I don't remember the timeline. And so I'm going to totally script the story, but, um, basically it's, it's a, you know, you pour into this cup and the cup flows over into a saucer and then it flows over into this larger, um, saucer. And he was kind of explaining to me, like your cup has to be. So when I set goals, I'm guilty of not filling my cup first. Right. right? So I'm setting goals for everyone everybody else. Everybody else, yeah. Setting my sales goals. I'm setting yeah, I'm setting it for everybody The else. whole family has to have goals. But, you know, I'm not doing Personal. something for me. Yeah. And so he was like, Rhonda, like, if you're, you know, you got to pour that, that jar that pours into the cup has to overflow right. into, you know, your family and then into your work and, mm. you know, then into everything else. And he's like, if you're... It's like putting your oxygen mask right. on Right. And if you're broken mm. and you're not actually like working from a place where you're filled up, mm-hmm. then you're just going to leak on people. <laughs> no one wants to be leaked on. She was leaking into Yeah, I was leaking on people. Um, so no, I mean, so I think that was, that just was like, that's a smart for way. For me, it was like yeah. light bulb. Oh I my God. I don't know why women and moms in particular feel like we cannot fill our own cup. Uh-huh. We always feel like we have to fill everyone else's cup and then we get resentful. Right. Because it's like, I do all this stuff right. for you and I don't right. get to do anything. Right. And they're always like, well, go do something. We didn't tell you not we to. We didn't tell you to fill our cups. Right. Yeah. So it's funny. We do that. We put that pressure we on ourselves. We fall into that automatic yeah. role. I'm learning how to, um, I, I have a trouble doing that too. Yeah. I'm a really good pour outer of, let me help everyone else. You're just leaking on people? I am. <laughs> I'm like peeing on people like this. <laughs> My gosh, we just said that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so funny. 
yeah. But no, it it is something that I'm, you know, been thinking, well, especially after the things that happened mm-hmm. towards the end of the year where I had to let go of some stuff and I thought, I'm free. Like, yeah. I can really take care of me and stop feeling guilty of having to take care of everybody else. But so. don't you think like even as a, you know, so even as like a, like a coach, right, as a yeah. counselor, I'll say we have made a conscious effort. Both Phyllis and I have like our own therapists. We have, you know, I'm working with a leadership and, um, you know, an empath coach. Like it's just, there's just so many things that I'm doing for me. Um, and this year I, I think I even posted about it. I said, one of the best events I did was to hire, a leadership coach this year mm-hmm. and I'm just learning so much. I'm like, why yeah. didn't I do this sooner? Like, yeah. you know, and I used to be afraid. I was that person that was afraid of therapy because, you know, I was taught you have to shut up and be mm-hmm. strong and don't cry. <laughs> and, um, so emotions were like, I can share emotions with my friends and stuff like that, but I really don't like talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that where you just feel like I don't want to be weak and emotional in front of someone else. And I learned last year for the first time, really talking to a therapist and, um, diving into some other life coaches mm-hmm. because of, my coaching getting certified and so I had to be super vulnerable and I hated that like I I would get angry that I was so like my body was shaking which Carrie will say like your body will not lie like it tells you the truth and I would get so mad because I'm like I don't want to cry like I just I don't even want to share this I don't want to talk about it and it was the very reason why I needed to was because I was holding on to still some stuff. And so even though I have a great family, I'm a coach, like Mm -hmm. I was, I wrote this book, I'm doing all this stuff. There were things that were so far down hidden and I didn't want to talk about it with a therapist. It was the very thing I needed to do. And I will say, I think both of us Mm -hmm. have gotten so much healthier this year because of digging into those deep parts and saying, you know, I can't do this on my own. I'm not strong enough to hold all the weight of all this um, past history and everything and don't need to. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I is, I think a lot of times we don't want to admit to what we're feeling, right? Like we want to just be like, well, it's fine. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't matter how good a family you came from. We've said that a thousand times. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't just negate the fact that you do have trauma. Everyone Mm -hmm. has trauma. And I will say that I have to, I'm going to say this quote, um, because I had had, and I talked about a little bit in the last podcast that we talked about that beautiful to be, you know, beautifully broken. And I had had this thing happen and I was so frustrated and I had like a total meltdown. And, um, I was talking to, to Carrie who we just adore and, I said, yeah, you know, I feel like I'm getting stronger as far as emotional, like when I get into that state that I'm emotionally getting better at things. And she said something that I just was so like, it brought me to tears because she goes, Rhonda, meltdowns are qualifiers to big dreams. Mm. And I thought, wow. We are always told you're not allowed to have a meltdown. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to yell. You're not allowed to slam a door. You're Mm -hmm. not allowed to. And I think in uh, Lisa, I always jack up her name, Lisa Turquist, her book, she talked about um, in her forgiveness book, she talked about the UPS driver coming (laughs) to the door one day and she was really, really upset. (laughs) And like she slammed the door really hard. 
And she goes, I could have shattered the glass on the door. And I just think like, we're so pent up on it needs to look this way. Mm -hmm. Like, I can tell you that the meltdown that I had a few weeks ago is the qualifier to my Mm. next dream. And so that when she said that, it resonated so much with me because I immediately went into shame. Mm. I immediately went into, oh, Rhonda, why did you melt down? Why did you have a meltdown? You're horrible. Look at you. Look at how awful you are. Mm. And and that's not people look up to you. you. How can you act that that way? way, Right. And, you know, somebody said something the other day, too, about shame is just a little seed and then it turns into like this big boulder right and so so it's so true like I went into immediate shame like Mm -hmm. immediately I went into like Mm -hmm. oh you're so stupid you know and I think that that's why we do need mm-hmm. counselors and mentors and mm-hmm. people that are going to tell us they need to come. You're human. Yeah. You have hu- your humanness in you. And also we're your cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the ones that are going to hold you up and be like, you go girl. Yeah. Like, you know, get it out. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. And now like, let, let me be your cheerleader. I'm the one that's going to be raw rawing for you right. and saying like, you can do this. Right. Like, I believe in you and be proud of, of the accomplishments you've made. So, so what do anyway. you want to accomplish this year? in your coaching like business coaching oh gosh I'd like to I mean you know this is brand brand new for me Mm -hmm. so I have one client right now you guys do not be jealous I mean I've do not be jealous I have start client yeah no I have you know I mean I've business coached a lot but for free and yeah so this year is really the year that I'm gonna do it where I'm gonna be charging um but I'd love to have like you know, five or six clients Mm -hmm. by the end of the year. And I think there's also a misconception that you have to have like a coach or whatever at the beginning of the year, but Mm. I feel like you can start any time of the year and still like be incredibly successful. So yeah, yeah, I want to, I want to have like maybe five or six clients this year and, you know, just keep developing. I'm going to write that down as a goal for you. All right. I need to put it on my board, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you? Um, so, well, obviously I told you guys at the beginning, I'm going to be, um, sometime this year they're doing another round. So they're, I'm waiting, I'm on the waiting list, um, doing another round of getting certified as a personality coach. Great. She's going to have to tell me all about my wrong personality. I'm going to be telling her what she is. (laughs) She's not going to like it. Um, so that is something that will help in my coaching. Um, I do have, uh, clients now I've, been very blessed like since I haven't really fully this year I will be talking more about it on Instagram and all of that Mm -hmm. but I really didn't talk a lot about it and I had people reaching out to me once they heard I was certified or just even from the book they would say you know I need a coach and they would contact me and so that's been a blessing and so um, I'm working with uh, two gals right now one with the patience and grace um, life coaching, and then one with the memorable memoirs, um, writing course. And so, um, so that's really cool. And then, um, I think just, uh, getting the course, I have the course, um, we have a new course, you can find it on my website. And so we have a new course called memorable memoirs. It's a four week writing course. And at the end of it, um, we have a mock book proposal that they can finish up And then I do one-on-one coaching if they want me to do a deep dive into their work to read their memoir and kind of go over it with them. We have um, two different projects that we can do um, where we can do a one-on-one. But like the Memorable Memoirs course is, um, it's up on Gumroad. It's like ready to go. We have little modules in there. Um, I do like a 15-minute, it's a pre-taped Zoom 
Um, and then we have a workbook for them every week. And so people have really resonated That's with awesome. it. So, yeah. So I, I just want to do excited. more of that. I'm excited it's so, for you. I know. So now, now, now that project manager, AKA daughter is like, we have to do a nicer workbook for your life coaching with your patience like, and grace. Right. And I'm like, Oh, we got to do this all over again. So content is really yeah. a constant thing when you're in this mm-hmm. kind of entrepreneurial mm-hmm. coaching business, you always have to come out with new projects and new yeah. things to keep stuff going. And, and so that's why a coach is important too, because they can keep yeah. you kind of accountable for those things. And that's I think exactly. accountability is such a yeah. big thing. We, um, you know, I think when you lose accountability, you lose focus on where you're going. Absolutely. And so I think it's important for anybody to have, you know, whether it's a mentor or whoever, you need whoever. somebody accountable. Yeah, we have a class. We have a master class every two weeks. And our coach is um, always saying, you know, like, what was your success since mm-hmm. the last time we talked? Um, what do you? What project are you working on? What are we going to pray about, for, you know, mm-hmm. for your projects or your personal life or whatever? So it's like you, you get your feet held to the fire. Yeah. Like you have to come with, yeah. what projects are you working on? Right. I'm like, oh, shoot, do I have a project? got to look for a project. No. <laughs> I have to have a goal? Wait, let me call Rhonda. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us today about coaching and mentoring and counseling. And so Phyllis, I want you to tell them about your website first, and then I will kind of talk about my So all of that stuff can be found on my website and it's, um, P-H-Y-L-I-S-M-A-N-T-E-L-L-I.com, phyllismantelli.com. And you can reach out. We have a contact page. If you just have a question about something in particular, you can um, contact me through there. Or we have, um, it says courses up at the top, and you can um, download any of those courses and get started on that. And blogs are on there. Everything's, our podcast stuff our is, podcast on there. is on there. Yeah. yeah. And so. you can reach me through Rhonda Velez dot com or you can also contact me right now through my Instagram. I'm going to have to do a revamp on my website because there's been so many changes. I know you need a whole So name. it's just been kind of crazy, but, um, I know, know someone that, I know, I know somebody, <laughs> I know somebody really good that doesn't do it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And we thank you for just liking, subscribing, sharing, go follow us on our Instagram and our Facebook page, 24 Carat Conversations podcast. And until next time, 24 Carat Tribe, Speckle on. Bye, peace. Bye.